Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club, wellness road tested. Lauren, it's time. The moment you've been dreading is here. We've got a week of exercise. Oh, what are we exercising, Nicole? My right to say no, my need to hibernate with Married at First Sight Australia. I am in. Count me in for exercising my rights. Your body, Lauren, your body. You're exercising your body. It's time. I signed us up for Couch to 5K. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkun, and this is Self Care Club Wellness Road Tested. It is a program that was specifically designed to take someone who is not a runner and over a period of eight weeks train you to basically become a runner. You download them and listen to them on your MP3 player while you're running. They tell you when to run, when to walk, when it's time to stop. Because I've never been very good at sticking to fitness, but I have stuck to it and more than that, I'm actually really enjoying it. Catch to 5K is a running plan for absolute beginners. It is a nine-week training program designed to help people transform from a sedentary lifestyle into an active one. The plan aims to get the user working out for 20 to 30 minutes, three days a week, and promises to get you in good enough shape to successfully finish a 3.1-mile run by the end of nine weeks. The Couch to 5K running plan was created by Josh Clark in 1996. In his early 20s, Josh was suffering from a bad breakup and found he had a lot of excess energy to burn, so he started running. Josh says, exercise wasn't something I ever enjoyed. I feel you, Josh. I always found it hard <laughs> and boring. I remember in those early days putting on my shoes thinking, why am I doing this? But after a few weeks, all the pain and discomfort faded away and it started to feel really good, meditative even. At that point, Josh wanted to figure out a way that people could avoid the pain and discomfort he experienced in the first few weeks and to find a way to feel the rewards of running straight away. With that, Couch to 5K was born. With no sports degree or science knowledge behind him, Clark used his own experience and instinct to create a plan, and his first guinea pig was his mother. Once he wrote the program, he realized <laughs> there was actually a lot of science behind his idea of interval running to back it up. It wasn't until the mid-2000s that C25K, Couch to 5K, started to build huge momentum when he created online communities on his website. And with the launch of the World Wide Web and then Facebook, the word got out. Without a trademark, many others jumped on the bandwagon and catapulted Couch to 5K's contents into podcasts, apps, websites, online communities, and real-world running clubs and clinics. In 2010, the National Health Service of the United Kingdom went on to endorsing it as an official exercise plan. The statistics of how many users have used Couch to 5K worldwide is pretty sketchy as there are so many options available and so many different ways of doing it. But what we do know is that over 1 million people have downloaded the NHS podcast in the last year alone. This shows a 92% increase compared to 2019. I reckon lockdown had something to do with that, don't you, Lauren? For sure. 
If that statistic is anything to go by, it's fair to say that Josh Clark has changed the way people relate to running and made it an attainable goal for anyone wanting to move off the couch. So Lauren, why don't you tell us how Couch to 5K works? So it works because it starts with a mix of running and walking to gradually build up your fitness and stamina. And this is called interval training. So your first week, in fact, every week consists of three runs. The first week is a mixture of 60 second light jogs and 90 second walking for 20 to 30 minutes. So it creates realistic expectations and making the challenge feel achievable from the start. And as the weeks go on, the running intervals increase and the walking intervals intervals decrease and that improves your stamina and your endurance slowly and effectively. So there's many benefits of Couch to 5K. It's an easy, quick way of improving your physical health, of course. Running requires very little equipment, but a good pair of running shoes that suit your foot type and off you go. Running regularly will improve the health of your heart and lungs. It can help you lose weight, especially if combined with a healthy diet. There's also evidence that it may help increase bone density in some people, which can help protect against bone disease like osteoporosis. Exercise is also good for your mental health. It releases endorphins, which can improve your mood. Many people find that running can reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. Completing a course such as Couch to 5K can also boost your self-esteem, giving you a sense of direction and achievement. What are the downsides? Well, although the creators of Couch to 5K claim that it is for almost everyone, it might not actually be for everyone. Depending on many factors such as health conditions or even previous fitness experience, many beginners may find the Couch to 5K program is too aggressive. Many starter runners find certain weeks include an increase in running distance that proves to be too difficult, and that week might need to be repeated. For example, on training day number three of week five of the program, participants are suggested to run two miles straight without a walking break. This is a significant increase from the three-quarter mile interval run with half a mile walk breaks the session before. Oh, that is a that is a long. It's a big jump. That is a big gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Couch to Five K program encourages runners to repeat a week if necessary. However, the claim of getting participants off the couch and into running a five k in only nine weeks might become frustrating to some who find they need to repeat a week. On the other hand, some beginning runners might find the Couch to 5K program not aggressive enough. The Couch to 5K program discourages participants from skipping ahead, which can also prove to be frustrating for those who feel they're capable of doing more. Overall, Couch to 5K is a very basic training guide that can be utilized by almost anyone. It's a useful starting point for someone looking to start running, but some people may need to adjust the basic plan to fit their own individual needs. What I want to hear, Nicole, is proof. If I am going to put trainers on and run, I want proof that this shit works. So please hit me up with some science (laughs) now. Well, there are a lot of benefits, which I've already spoken about. I know you're not probably interested in, you know, bone density and all that shit. If I I can't see it, I don't care. Do you understand? (laughs) All this like, but it's good for your heart and lungs. Can't see them. Can't see them. Heart and lungs not looking good or not good in a pair of skinny jeans. Don't care. Yeah, but, yeah, but you'll know when your heart and lungs aren't working so well. Then you'll wish. Well, I'll be then, dead. Then you'll. I'll be dead. So, <laughs> oh, for God's sake, come on. Let me hear this. Science. She doesn't mean it. 
She doesn't I mean it. it. I did find one interesting study done on Couch to 5K yep. from a few years back. Dr. Sophie Bates is a graduate of Cambridge University and University College of London. She is a foundation doctor in London and set up a group version of the Couch to 5K program for staff at the hospital where she works. The study was done on females aged between 24 and 56. And the most popular reason for participating in the program was, of course, weight loss. 75% of the participants wanted to lose weight. Other reasons included improving fitness and perceived improvements in physical energy, as well as stress management and improved sleep quality. All of the volunteers reported an increase in their physical activity during the program, 87.5% lost weight over the nine weeks, and 75% reported an increase in their quality of life during the program. At least half of the participants reported subjective improvements in their sleep quality, general health status, and energy levels. Many found the scheme extremely beneficial, and all participants said they would recommend the scheme to others. Now, this is the interesting bit. Just over one year after the scheme ended, Bates contacted the participants to learn more about the longer-term impact of Couch to 5K. The results are staggering. 88.9% of respondents had completed the Couch to 5K program, with 11.1% having attended some sessions. 87.5% reported still running. I think that is Mm. really high. 87.5%. And 62.5% running at least once a week. So Mm. I would say that's most people are still doing it. 44.4% had taken part in running events since Couch to 5K, including local park runs, other 5K events, and 10K and half marathon races. Only 33% had experienced a running-related injury in the past year, two reported knee problems, and one participant had experienced Achilles heel tendon and calf injuries. That is really painful. But... Here's the bit that you're going to love and that you cannot doubt. 100% of the participants felt that one year later, the Couch to 5K program had had a massively positive effect on them. One respondent respondent commented, 100%. I know you're not believing it, but that is what it said. 100% felt that it had a positive impact on them. One person said, I think it is an excellent program and it was a catalyst to getting me running again. 5K is a really manageable distance when you just want to maintain fitness. So with all this in mind, how could we not try this out? I would like to say at the top of the show, this was Lauren's idea. But why was it my idea? Explain why it was my idea. Because you had something so much worse planned for us. I did. I basically, before tier four and then lockdown, Lauren and I went to meet my trainer at the gym that I go to. He is quite a brutal trainer. He's very into sort of uh, explosive stuff and high impact stuff. And he's the best trainer. He's just the most amazing, amazing trainer. We were going to do six weeks with him and he wanted you to train four days a week. I mean, you must have asked him that about four times. Four days a week? Four days? He's like, yeah, fuck it. Five days a week. It's like, Lauren, don't question him. Um, and then we went into tier four. I, we, we were due to go on the Sunday morning at 8am and we went into tier four at midnight, at midnight on the Saturday night. Best, best I swear ever. Lauren called up Boris Johnson and cried down the phone and wept like a fucking baby and said, please, Stick us in another tier, make up a tier, do what you need to do because I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, Saeed was like, Yeah, we'll see you 8 a.m. Sunday morning. And at 8 a.m. Sunday morning, I, I was still in bed. <sighs> yeah. So, so we wanted to bring a physical practice 
to January because most people want to get fitter or they want to work off what they've eaten over Christmas. And most people just want to move generally more in January, don't they? So we definitely wanted to bring a physical practice here. And that is when you came up with Couch to 5K. Yes, I did. Is that a fair assessment? That is a totally fair assessment. I said it to you. And then as I said it to you, I said, I know I'm going to regret saying this to you, but I think we should do Couch to 5K. And you were like, yes. I have a client that says, I opened my mouth and words fell out. I love that. And that's basically what happened. It was exactly that. It was exactly (laughs) that. Tell me how how you were feeling going into this because, you know, fitness is your life. Fitness is my life, but I don't run. Okay. Um, I've never been a runner. Um, I ran when I was 23 or 24. I started training for a marathon and I wasn't into fitness back then at all. I got into fitness as I became a mum. And I couldn't complete the marathon. I think I got up to something like 13 miles. I hated all of it. And then I started getting very bad migraines. Yes. And I've had migraines since. They're much more manageable these days, but I go through bouts of when they're horrendous and when they're not, but it all started from this training, um, from the running. So I have convinced myself that I am not a runner and I cannot run. And anytime I will run, I will get a migraine. This is a belief that I have held for 20 years. I've never heard anyone relate migraines to running before. Because I was training for the marathon and then I got terrible, terrible migraines and I'd never had even a headache. So it was all all to do Hmm. with my back and my neck and the impact of the running. Okay. Okay. Um, Anyway, so that's been my belief. So when you suggested Couch 5K, yes, I'm fit. Yes, I train five days a week but I don't run and you're only fit and strong in what you practice. So I was quite nervous. No, nervous is wrong. I was hesitant and I really didn't think I would be able to do it. That's how I felt going into it. What about you? Um, Dreading it, even though I do admit it was my idea, dreading it. And also um, this is not (laughs) the first time I have done this. This is in fact, the third time. Um, the first time I did it, oh. I, yeah, the first time I did it, it was a post Panettone, uh, post Christmas issue, as in my <laughs> stomach looked like the three family size <laughs> Panettone's I had consumed. So, um, I think I've told you this before. I sent a photo of my stomach to my friend and she was like, yeah, you need to deal with that shit now. So I started couch 5k, roped my friend into it, who wanted to kill me and then got about to week seven, got a really bad neck, really bad, ended up at the osteopath who said, are you doing anything new? And I said, yeah, I'm doing couch 5k. She went, yeah, stop that shit now because it's destroying your neck. And honestly never been so happy to be told that. So I quit and my friend (laughs) carried on and that really wound me up. Then um, I tried it again a year later. I literally think I did two runs. I was like, no, I remember this now. I, I hate it. It makes me cry. Yeah. So this is the third, yeah. this is the third attempt. What do you hate about it? What do you hate? The running. I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I also hate running. And it's because I find it boring. I find it monotonous. I find it, it mentally challenges me because I have to keep myself 
going when it's, it's, I mean, I don't understand the people that run on a treadmill. Like I don't get that. You're not fucking going anywhere. How can you stand there running on a treadmill? And just staying in the same place. That, that to me know. is just, it, it's just insanity. I find that quite appealing. I feel like I could watch at least one episode of Real Housewives and sort of run and watch. I don't find it boring. It's the exertion. It's the fact that, oh my God, my legs hurt and I might die. That's what I don't like. Right. Okay. Well, we'll get on to that okay. because I'm sure there'll be more discussion about that. So, um, so I'd never tried it before. You had, so this is your third, third attempt. Third attempt, never finished it yet. Okay. Well, come on. I'm desperate to know how you got okay. on. We have not discussed it at all. Um, the only thing that we have discussed, which I would like to mention, may, am I allowed to mention the text message that you sent me? I, I can't remember, but go, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> you sent me out the blue you said I just need to know it sounded aggressive I'm not sure it had an aggressive tone but I just imagined you were saying yeah. it in a bit of a mood yeah. you said I just need to know where you are up to on the app and which week you're doing because if you're going to tell me that you've nearly completed it I just want to cry and give up now I mean you'd created a whole story in your head about what I was doing with this running yeah to then allow yourself to sort of Jack it in. And didn't, what I, was that about? didn't I also say like, are you having a rest day or are you running every day? Because you said you're running every day with Adam. And if you're running every day, then you're not doing it like the app <laughs> says, because they say you have to take a rest day. And you were like, I'm not talking to you about it now. We'll talk about it on the podcast. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't even and know I the also answer. said... I, I also said, no, because I wasn't, I thought I'm not I'm getting not, into not with her. because <laughs> she's mad. <laughs> I mean, that is just, I'm not going anywhere near that. Not touching it with a barge pole. Um, I also said, we cut, we start, we had very different starting points. Yeah. I said, don't compare yourself to me. I'm not going to compare myself to you. We're coming from very different places. And that kind of got your goat back, your back up as well. Didn't yeah, it? but you, sorry. You don't want to be comparing yourself to me. I'm the couch. You're the 5K. <laughs> Let me compare my, you're a, my you're, fitness yeah, to Lauren. If you're going to compare yourself to a couch, may I, can I, you know, you're like a, it's a high nice couch. end quality Italian Thanks. made bespoke couch. I don't, okay? want, I don't want to be in the DFS sale. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You're not in the TMS now. What's that beautiful shop? Um, Rouge-Babois. On the Finchley Road. That's the one. <laughs> You're from there. Okay, I'll, to- You're from there. I'll totally take that. Um, can okay. I just... So come on. I'm going to tell you my week, oh. but I just want to ask you, it's not about the running, but who did you choose as your coach? So you have a, <gasps> a celebrity coach oh. and you can choose from five. So I want to know who did you choose? It was, it was absolutely hands down Sanjeev. Oh my God, that man's voice. Okay, interesting. That man's voice. And you? I chose Michael Johnson on instinct. He's so <laughs> encouraging. It's like, you're doing a great job. I loved that when they said, all of a sudden you're like running and they said, you're doing great. I'm like, oh, just Sanjeev. I literally, I, I talked to him and he goes like, keep going. You've just got one minute more. You're doing great. And I literally go, thank you, Michael. Oh, thanks, Michael. <laughs> it's bloody brilliant. But it's I, absolutely it's brilliant. Amazing. But I did, I'm so square that I went on the app and I actually took the quiz, who is the right coach for you? And you have to answer questions like, of these programs, which would you watch? Bake Off, Antiques Roadshow. And you have to answer these random questions about things you like. And 
Michael Johnson came out as the right coach for me. So I felt doubly blessed that I had picked I him. I can't believe you took, you took the I quiz. Did. Like you don't trust your own judgment enough well, to just pick a voice it, that you like. I don't understand who chooses Sarah Milligan. Oh, I mean, I friend. like Sarah Milligan. My friend who completed it. And I really it. like, I, I love her work and I think she's hilarious and she really makes me chuckle, but I don't need her in my ears when I'm running. So Kate, our therapist from the podcast the other week, she chose Sarah Milligan as her coach to 5K coach and she completed it. She said she just loved her sort of lighthearted banter. <laughs> oh, Sanjeev has got the sexiest voice. That was all I needed. I find Michael quite he, sexy, but also encouraging and firm. And I need that. And I felt like he smelt nice. Oh. He definitely smells nice. And I, it was as if he, he just, he had a voice like velvet. You've really gone somewhere. Lovely. I was not thinking about I, Michael Johnson's smell. No, just more the voice. No, he smelt, oh, listen. We had a lot of time alone together, me and him. Mm. Mm. Me and Michael too, but I sort of felt like he was running alongside me, gently shoving me, shoving me. Come on, (laughs) you lazy fat bitch. Come on, (laughs) shove, shove. That's how I felt. If you haven't tried Couch to 5K and you are listening to this, they never at any point say, come on, you lazy fat bitch. (laughs) Disclaimer. (laughs) Right. Come on, I'm desperate to hear your week. I've okay. had to wait four weeks to find out how right. you've gotten on. Here we go. We So we started Christmas Eve, right? So here's here's a little recording from day one. Couch to 5K, day one. It is Christmas Eve. Normally, I would be preparing a huge party right now, screaming at my husband for not being organised, filling the house up with food, booze, getting ice buckets out. By three o'clock, the whole place will be packed with people. And this year, obviously, that can't happen. So I have I found this morning really hard, actually. It's kind of highlighted everything that we've really been missing this year. So instead, I went for a run, the first run of the couch to 5K. Um, I survived. I'm here to tell the tale. I didn't like it, but it was doable. And I loved the uh, the thumbs up from all my neighbours who were out walking, like I'm some sort of professional runner. I mean, that's the funniest thing. Like, yeah, good for you. You're out running. I'm like, you guys have no idea how how reticent I am about this. But anyway, that's day one done. So we will see how it goes. I even saw Did my date the next day. No, it was totally fine because my husband told me how to do stretches. Just to say, my husband runs 5K every morning, seven mornings a week with the dog. That's like brushing his teeth. So, uh, you know, and also my middle son, who's 14, uh, since lockdown, he also gets up every single morning and takes himself for a run. And so running in my house is like a real average normal person's thing to do. I am the freak. Okay. Okay. That's Um, good though. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was that. Uh, and then, then it continued. So I'll, I'll, I'll play you that. Did you go through every single program? Because they, they, what they do is, is like nine weeks and every week has three different runs, doesn't it? Do you actually, I mean, a lot of them are the same. Do you actually need to ask me that question? Obviously. No, I don't. You I definitely followed do, definitely the do. program to the letter. So you do a run, yes. run one, week, week one, take a rest day, run one week, sorry, run two, week one. Yes, I followed it to the letter. 
that's that's why I know without even asking you that I'm weeks and weeks behind you. But here we go. Here's here's the next bit. Day 10 of Couch to 5K. I have completed six runs, so I'm well on track. Um, that's the end of week two completed. Having to psych myself up hugely to even start the runs. It's so cold. I hate it so much. And I am the least competitive person in the world. So there is nothing about whatever Nicole may or may not be doing that is making me feel better, worse, or like I should be, you know, ahead of the game. I just don't care. I just want to plug through, get it done. Um, I do feel good when I get home. I feel like I've really achieved something. And because it's not easy, it does keep me in the moment, which right now is good. Because as you can hear, I'm feeling pretty low. Oh, it was not a good day that day. I've got so much to say about what that voiceover. I think you are more competitive than you think you are. Because really? just from the nature... Yes, just from the, not necessarily with me, but with yourself perhaps, because the nature of that text message that you sent me, needing to know where I was at so that you weren't, didn't feel like you were failing or falling behind, that is in some sort of competition with me needing to know where I'm at. I would, I never needed to know where you were at. I was Because you knew I was on the couch. (laughs) No, you weren't on the couch. I knew you weren't on the couch and I knew you would be doing it. I knew you would be doing it. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is you are getting positives at this point from it. You're feeling better. It's keeping you present because it's hard. That's exercise. That's the beauty of exercise. You can't think about anything else because you have to focus on your body. So there's some good things coming from it. Come on. I need to pull it out of you. Right, it's Come coming. On. Come on. Here we go. bit more. It's Monday morning. I'm in my pyjamas. My waking thought when I woke up this morning was, I hate Nicole Goodman. And I don't want to wake up feeling like I hate Nicole Goodman anymore. I love her. But the running is, it's destroying me. Um, My left knee is gone. The bottom of my back is gone. I haven't run all weekend. And I feel guilty and pathetic and frightened because I'm coming into week four, which is running for five minutes, which I know sounds fucking pathetic to most people who run like 5k, 10k every day. It's no big deal. But running five minutes at a time for me feels completely insurmountable. So I am going to do it this morning and see if my knee and my back can stand up to it. And and then we're recording tomorrow and then God knows if I'll carry on, but I will at least feel I've done my bit. So I did my run. How did it? I did my yeah. run. This was yesterday. This was only yesterday. Yeah. And yesterday, as you okay. know, was a like a, probably the worst day of lockdown since it started. Yesterday was like I hit a wall of bad shit. Yeah. But yeah. I did put I, d- I did run. So so this is after after that run. Day 20 of couch to 5k i have just completed uh 10 runs that is into week four so i'm now running well, i ran 16 minutes today in total unbelievably 
I did pretty much everything that I could this morning to prevent myself going out. I ironed. I haven't picked up an iron in 42 and a half years, but this morning I ironed. Then I darned some socks. This was a stretch, but honestly, the thought of doing this run was so overwhelmingly awful. But I did it and I'm home and I feel an enormous sense of achievement. So there you go. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. Yeah. And I even videoed myself and I'll send it to you later. A little video of me singing myself the Rocky theme tune. Yeah, hey, because I ran for five whole minutes. How sad is that? Yeah, but how sad is that? No, but it's not sad. You're, you're being really unkind to yourself. It's not sad. Everyone has a different starting point. And if that is a challenge for you and you completed it, then that is absolutely bloody brilliant. I think bloody brilliant. I think what I have found, if I really analyse it, is actually the, 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 the psychological block of I now have to put on my trainers and do something I hate and find hard is actually harder than the doing of the running. Because, you know, I did that run yesterday. I came back. I was totally fine. Like it wasn't uh, something I couldn't do because I've been building up to it and I've been doing the program steadily for the 20 days. So of course it was doable, but the thought of it, and today I'm going to run, not have a rest day. I still feel as bad today about doing it as I did yesterday. Well, maybe you need to change your thought. You need to reframe that thought process around it because that's what's making it hard. It's not the actual running. No, it's not. It's the bit before yeah. that needs a little bit of work. Yeah, yeah, it is. So so that, there you are. That's where I am. I am into week four, which is a five-minute run, a three-minute run, a five-minute run, a three-minute run. And I've done, done everything up to then. And um, my intention is to complete it. If I complete it, it will probably be the biggest thing I've achieved in years. Aww. Really, really, like genuinely. I mean that. Well, I would say if you've got this far, you know, you've kind of, you've gone through that barrier now and the hardest bit is done. Well, you're nearly there. You say that, but then as we said in the intro, there is a huge jump. So having done this program before, I know that it goes from this, which is quite manageable to then 10 minute runs and that it, it, look, it is physically more challenging. There's no denying it. Um, but I am, I am going to give it, I am going to give it a go. But just trust that your body is is being led into it gradually and that you can do it. Because we'll you wouldn't have thought you could get this far and you have. This episode is brought to you by Notion. Have you ever stumbled upon a tool that feels like it's been tailor-made for you? Well, that's exactly how we feel about Notion. Simply and beautifully designed with all your notes and docs in one place and the power of AI built inside. It's where every idea, task and episode comes to life effortlessly. Notion merges creativity with productivity seamlessly. Whether we're planning out our episode schedule, collabing on show notes or tracking guest invitations, it's perfect for those who may be becoming a little forgetful in midlife. Hey, just the other day we used it to map out an entire season of our podcast in record time and that's why Notion has become an indispensable part of our podcasting toolkit. It even wrote this intro for us. Notion is more than just a workspace. It's our secret weapon for success in the digital age. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is for everyone, CEOs, students and Lauren. If she can manage to navigate it, anyone can. Hmm. 
Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. This week at Sukarnov. Me and Luke have been whiling away the lockdown with our usual nonsense on the Luke and Pete show. Here's a quick taste of the kind of challenges we've been setting for ourselves. Give us any nation and I'll tell you yeah. why they're dirty. All right, I'll do it now. Um, right. uh, Italy. Italy, yeah. it looks like a sexy boot. Little <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's also a brand new episode of On the Continent, your weekly guide to the sublime and frequently ridiculous in European football. Find it over on Football Ramble Presents every Thursday. Neymar's responded to this in kind that they forgot to tell you um, how to win titles. Then Alvaro has responded with a picture of Pelé with three World Cups going <laughs> in the eternal shadow of the king. This reminds me of Stormzy and Wiley. The space <laughs> they have. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. So now let's let's let me get really depressed by hearing how you've done the 10k every morning for the last. But it 20 doesn't days. matter because you're not because you're not competitive. Oh yeah, so okay. it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, <laughs> doesn't matter. Okay, let's start with a voice note. Okay, I'm hiding in my utility room to tell you that I just did my first couch to 5k. It was great. It's pouring with rain, and I walked out. And I thought, Ooh, I don't want to do this. It was quick. It was 28 minutes. I did it no problem and I really, really, really enjoyed it. Even in the pouring rain, think what it's going to be like when it's dry. So I think I've started off well because it started off the hardest and I did a hill run. Uh, my husband tells me he probably shouldn't have done that, but I did and I did it and I finished it and I'm proud of myself. Thanks. So that was day one. <laughs> Why are you? I love Why? it. I did it. I, I ran uphill. <laughs> <laughs> Look. If you're going to be nasty, then I'm not going to carry on. Okay? It's not fair. I was supportive of you. You have to be supportive of That's me. That's literally That's how like, this works. It's like someone who is a professional chef saying to someone else, oh, you made a fried egg. Oh, well done. It's like that. It's like that. <laughs> come on. Come on. I want to hear it. I'm, I'll no, shut up now. I'll no, shut up You now. know what? No, no. Because now I feel completely under pressure. My hands are sweating and I feel like whatever I'm about to share with you, you're going to get the right fucking needle and this is not going to go well. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get the needle. Come on. Let's, Come on. let's get some perspective. Yeah. On a serious note, yeah. can yeah. we just get some perspective yeah. here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I train five days a week, four to five days a week. Yes. I do very heavy lifting. You do. I do very high intensity cardio. Do. I do a lot of explosive work in I train with my trainer a few times a week and pretty much every single session I have with him, I want to cry. So my point is that he pushes me to my absolute physical capacity. But you love that. So I'm, I love it. I get a complete, um, high from it. Um, and after training for many, many years, mentally, I am equipped for it because I know what it takes to get me through it mentally. And that's what I have found about Couch to 5K. It was much more of a mental challenge yes. for me than it was 
a physical one because like like what you said like that that mental barrage of negativity that you put yourself through before you get out the door and run is the hardest bit yeah so these are the these are the parts that we have to work on rather than we have healthy strong bodies so our bodies are going to run if we allow it it's just our mind is telling us all sorts of things that make it a lot harder yes so here's my next voice note be nice i'll be nice Because you're not going to like this one. Okay, I won't like it, but I'll be nice. As my dad would say. Yeah. Right. Swear on your life that you are going to be nice. I'm not swearing on my life. (laughs) (laughs) That you're going to be nice. I'll be nice. Right. Today was run number three. I've already gone off piste. In truth, I went off piste on run number two. Um, As in, I haven't been following the app, the Couch to 5K app, even though it's a bloody brilliant app. Um, I'll explain on the show why I haven't been following it, but... Needless to say, that was great. I ran four kilometers, four, nearly five kilometers. Um, didn't run all the way. I ran one kilometer, had like a one minute walk and then ran again. And I feel great. It really hurts my knees. I mean, it really hurts my knees. I can't see running being a new career of mine or a new uh, exercise fad. But I do feel great now. I feel really great. It's Boxing Day. I've run off a lot of the turkey and I'm feeling really smug. Really smug. I knew, I knew you would do that. I knew you would do that. Because if I've learned anything over the last year, I read the instruction manual. I boil. And I don't. Right, that's, I, why, that's why I put a menstrual cup I was just about inside to say, me who, without yeah. boiling it. Well, I sterilized my menstrual cup, Nicole. <laughs> shove it in. What's it for the vagina? Shove it in. <laughs> So I'm not good at following rules. No, you don't um, like to. So I did one run with the couch to 5K. Then you just ran 5K uh, every day. Then, the, no, that I did not <laughs> okay. at all. Okay. That is that, not at all. Um, but I needed to kind of prove to myself, I needed to see how fit I was in terms of endurance. I just wanted to see it for myself rather than have an app tell me. Um, so that was run number three. And exactly what I said. And I ran just on about four and a half K, but it wasn't consistent. I wasn't running all the time. Um, it hurts my foot and it hurts my knees. Mm. Um, so my body doesn't love it. Mm. Unfortunately, I have now ordered myself a pair of running shoes, which haven't arrived yet. Um, so I have definitely injured my foot. So I couldn't run for about a week because my foot was really bad. And I didn't want to make it any worse. Um, I went out on Saturday. We're now on Tuesday. I went out on Saturday to run. Yeah. Um, I went out with Adam and Adam's a runner. Um, he, he doesn't run every day like your husband, but he has done quite a few triathlons in the past. So he's used to running and for him to run yeah. 5k is like, nothing. like you said, yeah. it's like cleaning his teeth. It's nothing. Yeah. And I just couldn't keep up with him. I just couldn't. I don't know why. It wasn't like, I, I can't put it down to anything. I just couldn't run. Um, I felt tired. I felt out of breath. My foot was hurting. It was just a shit run. But then sometimes I can go into the gym and I can't lift what I normally lift. Yeah. It's just physically, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So I basically gave up and I walked 5K and walked home and felt a little bit disappointed, but kind of got over it. Um. So that was Saturday. And then I went for my final run yesterday because I thought I've got to do this. Yeah. I had completed one 5K run a few days before the Saturday. So I had done my run. Yeah. So I knew it was in the bag yeah. so that yeah. I could report yeah. back that I'd done it. Yeah. Um, 
Then I had Saturday and I was feeling quite disheartened. But I think it's important to note that that will happen yes. because sometimes you've got more energy than others. Yes. Um, and then I had did, this was yesterday. Just finished my final run, as you can see. I did 6K. You know, I got to 5K and I just thought, just, just, just do it. You'll be so proud of yourself. And I am. And I went out this morning with the most enormous amount of anxiety. I woke up in a really bad mood and just anxious, just couldn't, was taking deep breaths. I was finding everything very stressful. And then the run just powered me and transformed me. And I feel calm and energized and proud. So this running, whereas it hurts my knees and I've got to get the right running shoes, but this is going to be a definite part of my life. Wow. What the running brings, yeah. But what exercise brings for me mentally is so powerful and transformative. And the running just completely plays into that. What I love about it is that I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to wait for somebody. I don't have to wait for a class. I literally put on a pair of shoes and I go and I'm back within half an hour, 40 minutes. And I feel absolutely brilliant. I've pushed myself to my physical capacity and I just think it is the most fantastic, fantastic practice. I have loved it. Loved it. Wow. But wow. this is my lane. This is, but this, this is, is your this lane. is, I do. I love, I love physical activity. I just love it. And this is hard. And there's always, you know, now I've done my 6k. Now I'd like to build up to 10k if I can. I don't know if my foot will allow. So I'm going to give it a few days rest. So do you think that we should make a sort of agreement that if I carry on after we finish recording and I finish the 5K, which will take me the full nine weeks and I'm in week four, yeah. then you will build yeah. up to the 10K by the time I finish yeah. the five. Yeah, I would, I, would like, I would like to set that as a goal for myself. What I won't do is put myself under unnecessary injury. No, no, so no. If my foot doesn't, if my foot doesn't heal with these new running shoes, then I'm going to have to say, okay, maybe I could just do a three, four K and I'm done. Yeah. Um, but I would like to, I yeah. think physically I can manage it, um, in the next few weeks. And, and I think that's really, um, interesting because that's from where we both started at. Yeah. From where we are now. Yeah. And I love the fact that you've followed the program step by step by step because that's what we're supposed to do. And I completely did it wrong. Um, but you didn't but then need we're coming... to do it. I think the thing is I... that it is, you know, it, it doesn't really say it fully in our introduction, but this is the reason it's called Couch to 5K. It's, it is exercise for people who do not exercise. It is not, this is a program for people who train four to five times a week and are very fit. It is, I do not move my body. This is how to start yeah. moving your body in yeah. a safe way. So yeah. I, I am yeah. that person and I need this program. You are not that person. You didn't need this program. So I, I feel encouraged that you got there so fast because I feel like if you got there so fast, eventually I may get there. You will get there, but it's a mental challenge yes. more than a physical and I definitely one. I think learned if you have that. a yeah, and if you have mm. a healthy, strong body, which you do, which I do, mm. we're very blessed and privileged yeah. to have that. Yeah. yeah, then you can absolutely run five k. You've just got to be patient and kind to yourself. Yeah. So I guess I, I, I'm I'm representing uh, those women who do not run, and you know I, I have been saying to my friends, I've been you know I've been running, and they're like. Well, who are you? You're not drinking and you're running. Like, <laughs> I don't know you anymore. Are you okay? 
is this lockdown like has has it fucked yeah. you up do we need do we need an yeah. intervention or or they just go oh for the podcast like anything that isn't me they just go oh for the podcast like it's not you you just do it for the podcast <laughs> most of the time that's true well can i just say well done i'd like to say well done not only thank you mega impressed and jealous you did 5 but then went the extra kilometer and did 6 very good well very i got good. to 5 yeah and I felt okay. Yeah. Um, and I thought, okay, just get to five and a half. But this is what I do mentally. Yeah. Right? So I've learned yeah. in with all my training over the years, it's like, okay, just get to the next 30 seconds or just get the next 10 reps out. That's how I work. So once I got to the 5K, all of a sudden, mentally, it felt so much easier. Yeah. Um, and then I got to 5.8 kilometers and I went flying. How I are you tracking over. it? Oh, oh, you fell on my, over. On my watch. You fell yeah, over. Yeah, fell over. Oh. Fell over. And then two people came up to, they were so lovely and kind. Oh. And I said, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. And they were like, just take it easy. And I thought, fuck that. I've got 0.2 <laughs> of a kilometer to do. That is more important than anything. Good but actually, you. I think that kind of got me moving quickly so that I didn't stiffen up. Good for you. So. Good for you. Yeah. And, and then let me ask you this. How do you feel about, do you prefer running alone or do you like running with Adam? Do you like having a companion or do you like the sort of solitude? I like both. Okay. I like both. And the run that I, I've only done three runs with Adam. Yeah. And the last run I did with Adam, which I couldn't complete, I had a podcast in my ears. Yes. And I, I don't know if that didn't help. Okay. But what I, what I do know about that run is that I was constantly telling myself that I couldn't run and therefore I didn't. Mm. I, but I couldn't get out of that negative thought process of, come on, you can do this. I probably should have stuck Sanjeev in my ears and that would have been much more helpful. Um, but I was mentally telling myself I couldn't. Okay. I've had a few people offer to run with me and they have all had the same response, including you, which is, um, go fuck yourself. I run alone. Um, that's, that's it. I, 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 no one should bear witness to me running. It's, it's not a, it's not a nice sight. Um, I have to be alone. <laughs> and I did listen to something you said, which was, it's all about what you've got in your ears. So I have found, um, I have to run to comedy. It's, it's okay. the only thing that does it for me. So I've been listening to a lot of off menu. I listened to the one okay. with, um, Susie from Curb Your Enthusiasm yesterday. And she got me through. Like, I feel like if I'm laughing, I'm completely yeah. distracted and my body keeps yes. going. Like the music yes. won't do it for me because then the song ends and then one comes on, you don't like the song. So yes, agreed, agreed. And yeah. I also yesterday listened to this most amazing podcast about intuitive eating, yeah. which is coming up yeah. on the show. And I was so engrossed in what this woman was saying that actually, you know, that's, I think, why yeah. I did the 6K. It's thanks to her because I was completely distracted. Yeah, yeah. So that that is, that's probably my top tip for the, uh, yeah. the non-runners is put something in that really will engage you, distract you a lot. Should we summarize? Yes, let's. What worked, Lauren? Right. The sense of achievement. Yeah. That is real. Um, the feeling of coming back from and the run. And it's yours, by the way. It's yours. Only yours. You can't... You can't throw money at this. No. You, can own, you can't buy it. No. You can only earn it. Yes. That's what I love about exercise. Yes, that's very true. Um, that feeling of getting home and knowing that even if I sit on the sofa, like I'm going to sit on the sofa with three children at home, but, you know, metaphorically <laughs> sit on the sofa all day, I don't feel guilty because I've done my run. I've moved. So that's good. 
um, seeing the progress every week, you know, you tick off those runs and I've got yeah, a nice yeah. long list of runs that I've done now. Yeah. And I, I can physically look at them and go, Oh, I did that. I've done 10 runs. That's good. Um, and, and Michael Johnson, he, he is glorious, glorious. So that, <laughs> that's, that, yes. that's what's worked for what me. About, what about the, um, the stress reliever side of it? Has that helped you at all? Not massive, not massively. I, you know, I don't believe in endorphins. <laughs> I think that I think they're a hoax. <laughs> I'm just closing my eyes and waiting for that comment to be over. <laughs> tell me what. Tell me, tell me what worked for you. Um, the running worked. It relieved my anxiety, my stress, the being alone, the sense of achievement, the not thinking I could do it, but I did do it. Um, I really loved it. I really loved it. What did didn't work? Well, ironically and bizarrely, I have put on weight since I started running. Now, you can't put it down to Christmas because we started Christmas Eve. I didn't eat that much Christmas Day. We're also not drinking. So I'm not, it's not booze weight. I am heavier. In fact, I am heavier this week than I have been in nine years. So I am finding that not only that it is not working, but I'm feeling like I am killing myself here and I'm heavier. So fuck that. Cortisol. Cortisol. Stress. We're all living in the most amount of stress. Yeah. It's yeah. cortisol. The I, world I, is broken. I've had to put it down to that. My husband had a different theory. He said, um, you're not drinking and you're running. Your body has gone into shock. It doesn't know where the alcohol <laughs> is. It doesn't understand why it's moving. It thinks that you're it's in looking. the Yeah. It thinks you're <laughs> in the middle of a war. And because of that, it's g- keeping extra pounds on in case of emergency. I'm like, that actually makes sense. It does. Yeah, it does. And also I think now is the time to maybe insulate a little bit more to keep us healthier, to keep us stronger so that God forbid, if we do catch this awful disease that we can fight it quicker. I did. That was my response to him. I said, you know what? Very, very, very skinny people when they are unwell and they lose half a stone with flu or whatever, you need to be in fucking hospital. I said, I've got plenty to give should well, god forbid i get you ill haven't, yes, you haven't but really but listen i've got a good stock like i can afford to lose half a stone and i'll be just fine <laughs> tell me tell me what um, didn't work for you just just the injury of my foot yeah um and I, I need so basically what didn't work is some crappy nike trainers that i use for the gym but they don't support you i think you need to be properly supported with your feet. And I haven't done, you know, you can go to these running shops and do a run test yeah, and they yeah, then yeah. tell you what trainers you need yeah. and all that. But obviously we can't do that because everything's shut. Um, and I'm not sure how much it's going to be a part of my life yet. So I'm not going to invest. I bought, I went on a six outlet and I got a very cheap pair of trainers and they ho- are hopefully arriving this week. I did even better than that. I ended up wearing a pair of my son's old um, PE trainers that he grew out of. They happen to be my size. God knows if they're any good, but anyway, I'm wearing them. And you, but you're all right. Well, your knees are hurting. My, but so my you, knee, my knee is dodgy anyway. That's that was pre the running. Tell me, um, tell me what you've learned. Um, oh my God, I've learned so much. I've learned that I've learned how to run. I, yeah. I've learned that um, it's a mental game. Yeah. Um, I've learned that I am again. I learn this every single time I train, and I love to relearn it. I've learned that um, my physical capability runs side by side with my mental capability and the two have to mesh and merge and work together. Otherwise, 
one doesn't work without the other. Like it. Um, I've learned that I've learned about Couch to 5K. I think it's an absolutely brilliant, genius program. And I think Josh Clark is a genius. Yeah. What have you learned? I've learned that I am really underconfident in my body's abilities. I I feel mentally that my body is capable of so much less than it actually is capable of. Yes. That's yes. what I've learned. So all the years of training, I've always had trainers saying to me when I say I'm tired, I'm tired. Mm. And I had this one particular trainer and she taught me so much about my body. And she would always say, your muscle is still working. I can feel it. You are not tired. Your mind is tired. Mm. And I carry that with me a lot. Mm. And it's your mind fatigues before your body does mm. always. Mm. This mm. is really interesting. Do you, have you learned anything in the running that you didn't know before? Yes, I have actually that this old belief system of I can't run because it gives me migraines is bollocks. Um, and I can run and I have run and I've proved it to myself. And I do wonder what other belief systems I have sitting there that are holding me back from doing things. Mm. What about you? Um, that I need to achieve things alone. That's what I've learned. Mm. And that this is something really that is more attached to self-worth than it is to spare tires around my middle. That's the thing is that I really, I, 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 at the moment right now where we are now, I cannot imagine me calling you up and saying, I have run the 5k. Like that feels like to me, like a marathon, but I sort of am going to plug in it. I'm just going to truck on and see if I can get there. Yeah. I feel quite determined when actually. You when you say it's attached to your self-worth, yeah. what do you mean? I mean that whole feeling of, I, I, in my mind, I feel like it's not possible, but if I do it, I really will feel like I have achieved something huge for me. Yeah, it is huge. Yeah. Well, it I mean, huge. it's not, it's not, but it, for it, me it is. It, it is, it is. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as it challenges you and it pushes you to your absolute capacity, that is a huge challenge. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like I would be very emotional if I finished the program. I do. Like it would be a big thing. It would be a big thing. I would love to run that 5K with you, that final run. Oh, no. <laughs> it must be to, it must be done alone. I thought I'd got you. It must oh, be done that's alone. A shame. It must be done alone. But that's I will I'll video the end for you. Uh, okay. Would you recommend it to your clients? Hundred percent, absolutely. It's free. It keeps you in in good physical health. It's good for your mental health. I don't see one downside to this. Yeah. What about you? I would say if you are already a runner before you're pregnant, carry on. If you're not a runner, then definitely wait yes. the first twelve weeks at least, and then maybe yep. take it take it easy. Take it easy. Take it slowly. Yeah. Yep. And is it coming in the club? I actually think it is coming in the club. I mean, I am so mm. shocked that I am saying that, but I, I think I'd quite like it in the club. Would you like it in the club? Oh, it's anything physical is coming in the club with me. Yes, it's 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 a stress reliever. It 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 ticks every single box mm. for self care. What I me. really like is it's it's so done for you. There is nothing yes. complicated about it. If you can download an app which even I can do, you can do this. Like there is, like you say, it's free. There's no equipment. There's nothing like, oh, I don't know which weights to buy or how to do it properly. You just listen to what they tell you to do and you do it. 
Easy. Yeah. There's no excuse. You yeah. can't really get caught up in your excuses here yeah. because anybody with two working legs can go out and do this. Absolutely. So that's our show on Couch to 5K. Please join us on Friday for our epilogue show with more details of how we're finding it. Lauren will give us more of an update on how she's getting on with her 5K and I will keep you updated on how I'm getting on with my 10K as long as my running shoes arrive. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you like what we do here and want to be part of the club, please follow us on our social channels at Self Care Club Pod and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because it really does help us out and it helps us to keep growing and if you try any of the practices or there's any practices that you want us to try then you can email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk we would really love to hear from you so please let us know your thoughts on the show and thank you again for listening please stay safe stay well and stay investing in your self-care see you soon bye this was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. The Motherkind Podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident, and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment, and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.